You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome to the Collegian Week in Review. Here are your hosts, Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott. Welcome back to the Collegian Week in Review, where we give you an inside look into Michigan's oldest college newspaper. We're your hosts, Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott. And today we'll be talking to Elise Apel about a couple of stories she wrote for the newspaper about the war in Israel and a grant recently given to Hillsdale County to combat domestic violence. Then we'll talk to Logan Washburn about a story he wrote last week about the Kiefer House Hotel and updates on its construction. And then we will talk to Maura Gleason about a new business opening up in downtown Hillsdale. But first, Lauren and I will be discussing some of the top stories in the Collegian from this week. Hey, guys. One of our top stories this week is about a 2021 alumna of Hillsdale who recently released her very first book. I think this is super remarkable. It's about Sam Bankman Freed and the cryptocurrency scandal that he was involved in. Um, I just think it's super interesting because she graduated only two and a half years ago and now she's co-authored books. So a great face for what Hillsdale graduates are capable of doing. It is pretty neat. And then her younger brother is the features editor yeah. at the Collegian. Yeah, this is Elizabeth Bachman. Um, her younger brother is now the features editor. She was the features editor when I was a freshman. So it's awesome to see that someone who was on the Collegian just two and a half years ago is now doing great things like this. Another story that we have on the front page here is about Hillsdale admissions and that they do not take family connections into account This story is sort of in light of the Supreme Court decision this summer saying that it's unconstitutional to discriminate college admissions based on race. After that Supreme Court decision, um, it brought up a lot of questions and discussions about whether legacy admissions should be considered in the same sort of way. Um, And so Elizabeth Troutman, the editor-in-chief, she looked into this and found that the admissions department does not take someone's legacy status into account when admitting them. Yeah, I didn't know that. And if I had to guess, I would have thought that that would not be the answer. So interesting to find out that they don't take it into account, especially because we have so many sibling groups on campus. Yeah, we do have a lot of siblings. We have a lot of people whose uh, parents came here. Um, But what they talked about in this story is that it really is by merit. It's by a whole person. Um, something that siblings or children of graduates have that others don't is a deeper knowledge and understanding of the mission of the school um, and what it's all about. So that's what the admissions department sort of said is, is what's going on there. But I, I know firsthand that it is not the case that siblings (laughs) are guaranteed admission as my younger brother did not get in, Mm. even though I am a student here. We've got another story here. Apparently, the Mossy Library updated its furniture over fall break. That's pretty exciting. You know, I, I heard people talking about this. They said they updated the furniture. However, it looks almost identical to the furniture that was there before. Yeah. And I'm assuming it was intentional, perhaps. We've got a quote here from the library technician, Colleen Ladd. Um, she said, it's consistent with what we already have. We tried to make it look the same. So that is actually true. They did want it to look similar. Wonderful. Lauren, what was the most interesting thing going on in City News this week? Well, something uh, that I thought was really interesting in the City News section uh, this week was an article 
um, written by a reporter named Tate Christensen about Gelser's Furniture celebrating their 100th anniversary in Hillsdale, which I read on Facebook. It is the only business in Hillsdale that has been there for 100 years in the same building. So kind of historical for, I mean, Gelser's and also Hillsdale. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. They're a big part of the community and have a very good presence in the local business scene. In Charger Sports this week, the football team had a win against Lake Erie College. Woo! 52 to 21. Did you attend this game, Lauren? Uh, did I attend this game? No. But <laughs> do I support them in my heart? Yes. Another interesting story we've got in the sports section this week is about the Hillsdale basketball team having an exhibition game against Michigan State University. I heard they did well. I mean, they actually did. I mean, think about it. Hillsdale is Division Two. We're a pretty good Division Two team, but Michigan State is one of the best Division One teams. So the fact that we didn't just completely get steamrolled in this game is actually awesome. Yeah, I guess 85 to 43 isn't the worst score there could have been. No. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it is one of the best Division One college uh, basketball teams. So I think that's awesome. I think it probably was a great way to open the season, um, get them sort of hyped up for it. It definitely got Hillsdale some attention as well um, in the college basketball scene. So that's pretty cool. Always great to see Hillsdale sports getting some traction. Uh, my favorite Hillsdale sport, swimming, for which I am the beat writer, had a great meet this weekend. It was their first and only home meet of the season. Um, they won against Albion College, 135-66. to 66. Uh, The head coach, Kurt Kerner, said that it was a great meet. The times for this point in the season were just excellent. Um, a lot of people were hitting times that they were hitting at the championship meet this past semester. So this early in the season, they're already having times that they were swimming at the championship meet, which is when they're at their peak performance. So they're just doing awesome. They also had a very special visitor. Dr. Arn was on the pool deck at this meet. Um, I was at this meet as well, and I saw him there. He was just there meeting the athletes, asking them about their races. And so it was really cool to see him taking an interest in the sport. That's all from us for now. Next, we'll be back with our guests. The Collegian Week in Review continues. This is Maddie, and I am here with Elise Apel, the digital editor of The Collegian. And this week, she has a couple of stories on the front page of the paper. One of them, the top story, is about the war in Israel and how it is raising safety concerns for the passages to Israel trip that Hillsdale partakes in annually. So, Elise, tell me a little bit more about this story and what's kind of going on here. Yeah, so basically every year, Hillsdale um, has a group of students that go um, to Israel. I mean, that's a uh, part of the Passages program. Um, this year, obviously, with the Israel conflict, that's kind of been up in the air. Um, I talked to a couple of different faculty members that kind of are trip planners um, for it, and they all said that they probably don't see it going um, unless the conflict obviously ends fairly quickly. Um, I also talked to someone on the ground there, 
um, uh, an alum of Hillsdale, and he said that he really only sees it escalating. Um, so uh, as of right now, the passages trip is still um, set to go to Israel, but probably won't happen. Tell me more about this alum who is on the ground in Israel right now. So um, our alum um, of 2020, Shavit Rutman, um, is actually an Israeli citizen. Um, he was in Israel um, for a friend's wedding um, when Hamas attacked. Um, and so he actually ended up deciding to stay and volunteer his services. Um, so he's there um, now. Um, he's working in the police force. Um, and he kind of told me some some really um, just unbelievable stories about what he's seeing there. Um, a rocket rocket attack that he actually witnessed um, while driving, just all these different things. Um, he, he had a lot of really, really interesting stories. Um, obviously, um, he asked that we, that we pray for Israel, pray for what's going on there. I'm aware that there is a service planned by students um, that is going to take place. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be an ecumenical service um, just to mourn the lives lost um, there in Israel um, and just to pray for the conflict. Um, all students and faculty um, and Hillsdale community members are welcome to attend the service. It is on November 7th um, at 730 uh, in the Christ Chapel. Well, thanks for sharing, Elise. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and pass you over to Lauren to talk about your other story. Yeah, of course. Elise, you also wrote a story about the Department of Justice uh, giving a grant to combat domestic violence. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Department of Justice, um, their Office on Violence Against Women, actually awarded Hillsdale County um, a nearly $500,000 grant um, to improve its criminal justice response to domestic violence, violence in the county. So basically, they're going to be opening a domestic violence court with that money. Um, they're also going to be um, giving some of that. There's like a sub-grant that they're going to be giving to Domestic Harmony, which is the local domestic violence shelter. So the grant's going to be for the next four years. Um, and really, it's just going to allow for the county to have a closer handling of domestic violence cases. Um, they're going to hire a dedicated probation officer, a case manager, all that kind of stuff. Who are some of the people that you interviewed and what did they have to say about this? Yeah, so I interviewed um, Hannah Jordan, um, who is the executive director of Domestic Harmony. Um, obviously, um, you know, she's really on the forefront um, of, of this issue in the county. She's seeing these women and children coming into her shelter um, and she just she said that she was super excited about the grant and just saw it as a really positive direction for the county to be moving um, to address domestic violence. Tell me a little bit about domestic violence in Hillsdale and how that has been throughout the years. Yeah, so that was actually really interesting to look at. Um, I pulled the um, stats for just domestic violence cases, um, victims over the last 10 years or so. So from um, 2012 to 2022, um, the actual, actually the total number of um, domestic violence victims um, dropped from 20% to 8%. So in 2012, there were um, 321 domestic violence victims. 
2022, there were 252. So over that period, um, the criminal total criminal f offenses actually went up quite a bit. Um, so that's why there was such a big change in the percentage. But it is interesting that um, the domestic violence victims overall have gone down. Um, that said, uh, Hannah Jordan said, you know, it's definitely still a big issue in the county. Um, and they're excited to, to address it with this grant. Um, and the shelter there, Domestic Harmony, um, it's full. Uh, Hannah Jordan said that it's been full the, for the last number of months, um, and they're continuing to see that, um, don't see that slowing down anytime soon. So, I know you also interviewed the chief assistant prosecutor for Hillsdale County. Uh, what did she have to say about this? Yeah, so she said that she thinks that the, the new court will have a really positive impact um, on addressing like the root issues of domestic violence in the county. Um, so she thinks, um, you know, there's definitely a lot of cases um, where they're seeing the same people back in the court over and over and over again. And having these kind of dedicated caseworkers and different people to work on the cases um, and work with the victims um, she said she thinks we'll have a really positive impact on getting to kind of the root issue of seeing the same people over and over again and hopefully get them out of those situations um, permanently. All right, Elise. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Radio Free Hillsdale's The Collegian Week in Review continues. This is Maddie, and I'm here with Logan Washburn, the associate editor of The Collegian. And last week, we did not have an episode, but we did have a newspaper. And in that newspaper, Logan had a story about the Kiefer House Hotel and what the progress or perhaps lack thereof of that construction project is looking like at the moment. So, Logan, why don't you tell me about that story? Hi, Maddie. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, so this project started a while ago. Um Talks started in 2016, but um, the project itself actually started in 2018. They promised that it would be done in 2020, but here we are, and it's the end of 2023. So the new due date for that is early summer of 2024. Um, you know, clearly there are some concerns in the city about this. Um, one of those who is um, really trying to encourage the company to finish on time, but is not sure if that's going to happen is Mayor Adam Stockford. Um, the company does seem to have more going on in the basement of the building and they've committed to um, do more monthly updates and they've put some new people on the team. So they're um, saying that they're hoping to, to get that done, but it's taken a toll on the city in the past few years. What is the project? So the Kiefer House Hotel was um, built in downtown Hillsdale in 1885. It um, was a historic hotel. It was a place where a lot of the travelers through town on trains would stay. They'd, they'd stop overnight. And it was a big hub for um, for attraction to Hillsdale. Um, the building has fallen out of use. And since 2005, it's essentially sat there abandoned. There are some serious structural issues with it, but um, it's a beautiful historic structure. Um, you know, the exterior of the building still displays that. So the city wanted to do something to... Um, to bring it back to life. And so CL Real Estate um, offered to essentially take on the project and they were originally going to have it done by 2020. Why has it taken so long? So there are a lot of different um, things that the company has cited. Um, first, it was COVID-19 
And then I believe it was supply chain issues. And then um, I'm not sure. Um, there were a few others in between there. Um, but now the the issue they've run into is that the basement was leaking. So now it seems like they've finally gotten that taken care of. They've gotten the basement dry and started pouring concrete. Um, so that's important. I know the city is concerned that the structure might um, might collapse without some of that base level work. So um, they're getting some progress done there now, but the city has definitely had quite a few questions over the years as to what the company's been doing and what the actual timeline is for this project. Did you talk to anyone at CL Real Estate about the project? I did. Um, so I spoke with, or I emailed with Brent Cohen, um, a alumnus of the college, actually. He graduated in 2018. Um, he essentially said that he was hoping this hotel would bring a huge economic and um, aesthetic impact to the downtown area. Um, they really want to attract more income to the area and they want to generate interest in downtown Hillsdale. It's a beautiful historic area. Um, but that said, you know, the project hasn't been without its critics. Mayor Adam Stockford um, isn't a critic of the project in the fact that he does hope um, it comes to completion, but he he is paying close attention to how much progress is actually being done, and he's expressed some frustrations there. You mentioned that some people have said that it has had sort of a negative impact on downtown. Tell me a little bit more about that. So I spoke with someone at Hillsdale Jewelers, um, and he essentially told me that it's been um, difficult being across the street from the Kiefer because the sidewalk over there is blocked off, um, and it's just not creating a very pleasant environment when the building is um, just sitting there, or at least appearing to you from the outside. Um, so I think a lot of downtown business owners are frustrated with it, and um, you know their patience is wearing a little bit thin. Um, and that's something I've witnessed at the city council meeting at the beginning of October. Um, most of the members there said that they were still in support of trying to get this project done, but um, they're growing a bit impatient and they want to make sure that the company is actually holding true to its word. How much did the city buy the building for? So the city bought the building for $410,000 and that was in a um, combined deal with the Don Theater. The Don Theater has been restored since then. Um, the city took care of the on-the-ground stuff there um, and coordinating all of that while CL Real Estate financed the operation and now um, is operating the theater. Um, but they put a lot of money into this joint deal with the Kiefer and the Don. Um, and so the city essentially gave the Kiefer to CL Real Estate for $10,000 with the promise that if they got it done on time, they would dismiss the remaining balance. But since it's not done on time, it's sort of unclear as to um, who owns the building. I believe that the city that still owns it. Um, so that's something that's still in the air. And it just kind of shows that there's a lot of suspense still out there about this project. Well, thanks for sharing, Logan. Thanks for having me on, Maddie. You're listening to The Collegian Week in Review. This is Lauren, and I'm here with Maura Gleason. She is one of the assistant editors in the news section. And this week, she wrote a story for City News, talking about a new coffee and pizza shop that is coming to Hillsdale in January. Maura, tell me a little bit about this coffee and 
pizza shop and how it's a little unique. Uh, yeah, so there's a coffee and pizza shop opening in downtown Hillsdale in January. Um, Adastra Coffee has been operating for like five years. Um, it's owned by Patrick Whalen. And Joshua Mincio is starting a new business called St. Joe's Pizza. So instead of opening two different shops, they're actually combining to make um, this just one restaurant that serves uh, coffee in the morning and throughout the day and then pizza for lunch and dinner. Um, so... As I understand it, it's it's going to be pretty cool. Tell me a little bit about Ad Astra, because it's my understanding that uh, Ad Astra is not an old business, um, despite the fact that the pizza place will actually be a new business. So what does Ad Astra do and are they involved in the college in any way? Yeah, um, Patrick Whalen has been operating Ad Astra Coffee for, um, I think, five years now, and they supply coffee to the college, um, to our dining hall in Saga so they also sell online and at the farmer's market, and they're the only coffee roaster in Hillsdale. There are a couple of coffee shops, as um, as we know, but they're the only roaster, and they're opening uh, the cafe, which is new, in January. Uh, before this, they've just like sold their coffee, but now they're actually opening like a little cafe. Tell me a little bit about the pizza that they'll be serving at the shop. What is it called and how is it different from other pizza places in Hillsdale? Yeah, um, Joshua Mencio is, uh, was a f- former student at the college. He uh, was part of the Kehoe um, Entrepreneurship Program when he was taking classes here. And his business is called St. Joe's Pizza. That's um, kind of in reference to the river, that uh, the St. Joseph River in Hillsdale. Um, and also to the saint. And uh, it sounds like what's unique about his pizza place is that most of the ingredients will be sourced locally. And it's a wood fire pizzeria as opposed to like, um, it's just, just a little bit different from the other other pizza shops in town. All right, Maura. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. You have been listening to the Collegian Weekend Review on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We're your hosts, Lauren Scott and Maddie Welsh. You can find the Collegian online at hillsdalecollegian.com or on Instagram at hillsdalecollegian. You can also find previous episodes of the Collegian Weekend Review online at cwir.transistor.fm. Once again, you've been listening to the Collegian Weekend Review on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.